Did you know that more than 58% of the world's population are active internet users? On today's episode, we're talking about using digital content to reach and attract a global audience. Enjoy the show. This is Digital Content Podcast, where you hear internet marketing strategies to attract and engage your audience, build your brand online, and increase revenue. This podcast is a production of nagadigital.com, where we show companies how to optimize their sales and marketing funnels using social media, email campaigns, and multimedia content. And now, here is your host, Nancy Gathesha. All right, welcome to the first episode of Digital Content Podcast. My name is Nancy Gadesha, and we start today's show with a quote from Doug Kessler. Traditional marketing talks at people. Content marketing talks with them. All right, so we'll look at what is digital content marketing and why does your brand need it? Because according to Statista.com, as of October 2019, the global digital population was 4.48 billion. Some of those 4.48 billion people are your target audience. Now, digital content marketing is simply promoting your products or services or your brand online. This broad term has many, many strategies. One of them is content marketing, right? And that's the main focus of this podcast. We'll be covering essentials, best practices, tips and strategies that will get your brand more exposure online, which in turn translates to more leads and sales, which is what anybody in business wants. Now, to complement this show, I've prepared a checklist that covers the essentials of digital content marketing. And to download yours free, simply go to my website, digitalcontentpodcast.com. All right, so we've looked at what is digital content marketing. Before we go into why your brand needs it, allow me to share who I am and a little background behind this show so you know who is um, behind the microphone. I'm Kenyan and I'm based in Germany. I've been living here for almost 20 years. And I got into digital marketing unknowingly. I literally stumbled into it back in 2003. I owned a Christian bookshop here. And because I love to read, and I often make a joke and say I was my best customer. And I also love to inspire and to share knowledge. So I would read the books and then I wanted to share that with somebody. So I started an email newsletter and I would share tips and quotes and takeaways that I got from the books that I was reading. And so every time new customers would come into the shop, I'd ask them if they wanted to get the newsletter. And practically every single one of them said yes. So what would I do? I would add their email to Outlook. That was the program I was using. And um, I would use it to send out newsletters both in English and in German to my customers or to anybody who had worked into the shop and said yes, they would like to have the newsletter. Now, the books were both in English and German and some Spanish. So it was a mixture of um, my audience was a mixture of different languages. I would also occasionally email these uh, subscribers of my newsletter. I would send out any special offers, like if I had clearance sales or I was offering early Christmas deals. You know, people want to get their Christmas shopping done, uh, you know, early to avoid the last minute stress. I would offer special deals or when new books would come in or there was a bestseller or some news, anything interesting that I thought I would share that also in the newsletter and that included offers. Now, people back then were not ordering online as much as today. And some of my newsletter readers who may otherwise back then not have heard about the offers that I was having, for example, the Christmas offers or the clearance sales, they would not have come into the shop if they had not gotten the email. 
right? So I would get more sales. I would, I was able to boost my, my sales because of this email, because they had about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me go in there and pick up whatever she's talking about. And everything was going fine. But then along came the global recession. (laughs) And in addition, back then, um, you know, e-commerce began to grow and small business like my own could no longer compete with giants like Amazon. So when I wrote and published my very first book back then in 2007, I unknowingly got into coaching as a result of this book, as people began to ask me to help them with their goals, to help them achieve their goals. Now, I could also no longer compete with Amazon. And after six years, I closed the bookshop and I took my business online. I also got certified as a coach and I opened another business in the fashion industry, which failed after three years. But besides two failed businesses, my background in sales and marketing includes over 10 years hands-on experience online where I've been running my coaching website and also working as a freelancer in the market research and social studies institutes here in Germany. I'm a published author of four books and I have a second podcast, a personal development one, which I started back in 2014. Fast forward, these days I train create content and I consult around the topics of digital marketing. And here we are today. Okay, so enough about me. Now that you know who is behind this podcast, let's get back to you and let's talk about why your brand needs digital content. So remember the 4.48 billion internet users we started off with? Some of those people are your target audience and they have problems that keep them up awake at night. Your brand, on the other hand, has the exact solutions to those problems. But guess what? If your potential buyers are not aware of the solutions that you offer, you can't serve them. You can't do business with them. But they may be aware of your competitor who could be online and who is doing business with them even as we speak or even as you listen to this show right now. So one of the reasons why many businesses fail or they stagnate is failure to stay innovative when it comes to online marketing. Because here's the thing, the internet is no longer an option and it's here to stay. It's a necessity. And that's why businesses and companies and organizations need to create awareness so that they can attract their ideal customers who are strangers on the internet. Because today's consumer is empowered, right? We have a lot of information at our fingertips and a myriad of choices. And so brands have to be on the interweb strategically positioned in front of their potential buyers so that when those people are ready to make some choices, your brand is one of them. Because just like in the love and relationship world, anyone looking to meet a partner can't just stay at home, right? You know, they they, they can't just be indoors and hope to meet a potential partner, hoping that this partner will just magically ring the doorbell. Unless, of course, they're doing online dating. You know, in the normal world, most people meet their partners outside, you know, outside their homes. Could be a party, an event, the supermarket, church or work, somewhere. But both parties, both people before they meet, they have to put themselves out there. And then, you know, once you meet the person, then you, you know, you take it from there. Because, again, rarely do we meet total strangers, propose to them, and we get married to them all on that one same evening at a party, right? That's not normal. There's a gradual development of the relationship where both parties go from being strangers to then eventually, hopefully, being in a committed and happy relationship and a partnership that is based on trust. And the internet is not any different. That's why brands have to put themselves out there so that they are one of the choices. Consumers need to be aware of your brand. And then through multiple touch points, trust is developed 
and the consumers go from being strangers to being happy customers and eventually loyal brand ambassadors. And we're going to talk about that whole process in other episodes of this podcast. And this process where a stranger online goes from, you know, not even knowing, not being aware about your brand to being a prospect, to being a lead, to being a customer and a loyal brand ambassador. This process is called a buyer's journey or in the marketing world, it's called a sales funnel, right? And that is where digital content comes in. Remember, we're talking about why your brand needs digital content because content is king on the internet. And there's a reason why it's called that. One of the reasons is because Content is what connects your audience with your brand and ultimately helps them make the informed purchasing decisions. When they have choices, remember the buyer has a myriad of choices. Content is going to be one of the things that helps them make an informed purchasing decision. Now, a company without a content strategy is essentially like an attractive, very attractive single person, but they are holed up all alone in their home, hoping their dream partner will magically appear at the front door ring the bell, fall in love and propose, (laughs) right? That's just not going to happen unless, of course, they first meet on the internet, you know, unless the person is holed up in their home, but they're online, right? In In the comfort of their homes, they're going online. And now this brings us full circle as to why brands need digital content marketing. It's really simple. Content strategically positions a brand in front of some of the 4.48 billion consumers who are on the web every single day. They're looking for solutions. They're looking for information on everything, anything on earth. We can find information on anything. Remember, the consumer is an empowered, informed person today. And so they're looking for information, including how to go about online dating. I'm repeating that so I can make a point. Because just like in the love and relationship world, business is no different. Consumers need to be aware of your brand and then through multiple touch points, trust is developed and the consumers go from being strangers to being happy customers and eventually loyal brand ambassadors. All right. And with that, we've come to the end of today's episode. We've covered what digital marketing is. It's promoting your products, your services or your brand online. And we've also looked at general reasons as to why brands need digital content marketing. And now we're going to close this episode with a pro tip. Every episode will close with a professional tip. And here's today's tip. Assess or audit your brand's online presence, right? Because on the next episode, we look at the five major benefits of digital content marketing. So if you enjoyed this episode, would you please do me a favor? Consider leaving me a review on iTunes and subscribing for free on your favorite podcast app so that you'll be one of the first to know the minute we drop another episode. And you can also share your thoughts about today's episode by heading over to my website, digitalcontentpodcast.com, where you can download a free checklist of digital content marketing essentials. So that's it. Until next time, this has been your host, Nancy Gadesha, podcasting on how to attract, build, and convert your audience online. Thank you so very much for tuning in today, and I'll talk to you next time. For consulting inquiries and the resources mentioned on today's show, visit www.nagadigital.com today.